100 pounds of candy to give away in just a few minutes. How many of you are super excited about the chance to win some candy, some gift cards, some soda? Yes! It's like the best night of the year because we get to give away a ton of candy and we're so excited that you came for an opportunity to win it. So here's how it's gonna work. In a few minutes, in 10 minutes, I will let you know when, but in 10 minutes, you'll take out your tickets, not quite yet. And we're gonna draw numbers. We kept a copy of everyone's ticket number. We're gonna draw a number, you're gonna match the number. If I read your number, that means you are halfway to winning. You then come down on the bleachers, you jump up on the stage, and you get to knock, like trick or treat, on one of the two doors. Which door is completely up to you? You can get help from your friends. You can ignore your friends. You can ask a pastor. You can do whatever you want to make a decision to which door you're gonna knock on. Then you're gonna knock on that door and you're gonna say, trick or treat, right? Then the door is gonna open and it's literally going to be a trick or a treat. The treats are massive piles of candy approximately like, I don't know, 10 pounds of diabetes per pile, okay? Huge amounts of candy, huge amounts of candy. Now, you may get the treats, but you may also, you never know, you may also get the trick. We are gonna have eight winners of treats tonight, and we are gonna have eight winners of tricks tonight. And the tricks could be weird things, such as a pink elephant may come out the door and pie you in the face. I don't know. I have no idea. There's all kinds of tricks and there's all kinds of treats. But if we draw your ticket, you and you alone get to come forward and knock on that door and make your decision. But before we get to all of that, I want to take 10 minutes of your time to talk to you about what I know to be the most important truth on the planet. The most important thing you could ever learn or ever hear about for 10 minutes, and then we're gonna give away all the candies and have all the fun, right? So this truth has to do with two doors as well. There are two doors that I believe every person on the planet picks a life path that brings them through one door or the other. And the first door is the door of self of self, and if someone goes through the door of self, what that means is the way they're living their life, the way they're making their decisions, how they're acting is all about self. It's what they think, what they feel, what they want to do in any given moment. And the truth is 90% or I don't know, I just made that percentage up, a large percentage of people live their life on the path and walk through the door of self. They do what they want in the moment, how they feel, whatever seems right to them. If it feels right to be kind, they're kind. If they're too tired to be kind, then they're not kind. They, the people that live that way, a lot of times, don't even realize that they've gone through a doorway at all. They, they don't even realize that, they've, that they're living for themselves at all, but those who walk through the door of self are really have a throne in their heart and they are their own king. They're their own king, they're their own leader, they're their own master. And those who walk through the door of self are basically 
probably by default ending up that way. They probably haven't ever stopped to think, who's the leader of my life? Who's kind of controlling my life? Who's the person that, that's making the decisions in my life? Probably, if a person is on the road of self, they probably haven't really thought about it yet. And when we're walking down the door of self, what's happening is usually by default, we're sinning. Now, sinning is a fancy church word that means the wrong stuff we've done. When we sin, it means we've chosen wrong things. And every person on the planet has ultimately, at some point or another, chosen the wrong thing. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, for everyone has sinned, and we all fall short of God's glorious standard. That means not one of us is perfect. I'm a pastor, but I'm not perfect. Not one person in this room can say that they have never sinned, that they have never made a mistake of any kind. We have all done it. And so people who are walking through the doorway of self are many times choosing to continue to sin and not really think about it that much. But the Bible lets us know that there is a cost, that when we sin, it actually costs us something. Romans 6.23, in the middle of the Bible, it says, for the wages of sin is death. That means the cost of sin is death. And a lot of times, people walking through the doorway of self have never really stopped to think, what is the cost of the decisions I'm making? What is the cost of living in this selfish way that I'm living? They haven't really stopped to think about it, but the Bible lets us know that the cost of sin is death. And this death there can be a lot of kinds of death. It's not talking about somebody lives to 80, 90 years old and their butt's sagging and wrinkly and they're walking with a walker and then they go to sleep with their family gathered around them and they never wake up again. That's not the death that's in that Bible verse. That death means, death means an eternal separation from everything that's good. Being separated forever from everything that's good, everything that's God. And a lot of people would call that or refer to that place as hell. And so the Bible tells us the cost of death, the cost of sin is death. And death means eternal separation from God. And here's the truth. Matthew 7 in the Bible lets us know that the highway to hell is broad and the gate is wide. For many are the ones who choose this path. Many people, the majority of people on the planet are, are walking through the door of self, haven't stopped to think about it, and just continue marching down that life path right into living how they feel is right in any given moment, doing what feels good to them. But Jesus lets us know that there is another door that we can walk through, and that is the door of Jesus. That Jesus actually paid a price to unlock this door so that you and I can walk down this path and go through this door. And Jesus wants us to open up, not the door of self and walk down that path, but he wants us to open up his door and walk down his path. And the Bible tells us that Jesus is at the door of our life and he's knocking, he's saying, Come down this path. Let me in. Let's walk this path together. The Bible says in Revelations 3, and Jesus is speaking, and it says, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice, open the door, and we will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. So Jesus is proposing this idea that instead of going the way that most people are going, that we go through his door and walk his path and that we open our life to him and begin this friendship 
with him. That's what Jesus is inviting us to. Now, now notice in this verse in Revelations 3, it says that he wants us to share together as friends. He's knocking on the door of our life, not for a one-night stand. Jesus ain't coming for a booty call, a one-night deal, okay? Jesus is knocking on the door of your life because he wants to get together as friends. Jesus doesn't want you to come to church one time and pray a little prayer and pretend everything's fine forever. Jesus wants you to open your heart to him as a friend ongoingly for the rest of your life. He wants a relationship with you. And that's why he comes to the door of your heart and he's knocking. Remember that verse I read earlier from the Bible in Romans chapter six, I said, for the cost of sin is death. The rest of that Bible verse says, for the cost of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So Jesus made a way that even though our sin deserves death, that he would pay our debt. We owe a debt for our sin. And Jesus said, you know what? Instead of you paying for it with your own death, I'll pay for it with my death. And so Jesus died a death. And if you've been in church any amount of time, you know that he died a brutal death on a cross. But however, whatever you know, just know he died so you wouldn't have to. He gave his life for you. And he's asking for a trade. I gave my life for you, he says. Now give your life lived for me. That's the relationship. That's the friendship that Jesus is asking for. And so while most of the world, most of the entire population of 7 billion people on this planet is walking through the door of self and down the path of self, Jesus is saying, I'm knocking at a door, the door of your heart, and I'm offering you an opportunity for friendship with me where you don't have to die on your own behalf, but I have died on your behalf and we can trade. I died now you live for me. And that's what happens when we walk through that door. Now that door isn't a miserable door. It's a door where Jesus wants to give us life and life more abundant, where we have friendship with him. We talk to him daily. We learn about him. We connect with him. And, and we learn what it means to be a Jesus follower. And that's what he's inviting us to do. And the Bible says in Joshua chapter 24, it says, choose for yourselves this day who you will serve. Choose for yourself. Because the truth is, even though I'm a pastor, I can't drag you through the door of Jesus. Your mom, your dad, your grandparent can't drag you through the door of Jesus. Your friends can't drag you through either door either. You and you alone choose which door you're gonna walk through. That's your choice. And I really wanna challenge you because the truth is most people that are walking through the door of self haven't stopped to think about it. And so right now in this moment before millions of pounds of candy, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to just give some privacy and let's create like a spiritual moment. And I want you to ask yourself, what door am I choosing? Have you made a choice? Have you chosen to walk through the door where you're getting to know Jesus, you're connecting with him, you've given leadership and lordship. You said, Jesus, you're the boss of me. I'm not the boss of myself anymore. You're my leader, you're my Lord. I'm doing life your way the best I can, help me. That's the door of Jesus. But if you're here tonight and you say, you know, I don't, I don't think I ever really thought about that before and I know that I haven't really asked Jesus death on the cross to be a trade for my mistakes and I need to get out of this self 
door and I need to get over to connecting and friendship with Jesus. Like everyone's heads bowed and everyone's eyes closed so you can have a private moment where you're thinking about these thoughts. But if you're in the room tonight and you'd say, all right, I need to, I need to go through the other door. I need to go through the Jesus door. I wanna leave behind my old way of living and thinking and I wanna connect with Jesus' way. Would you, with your, everyone's eyes closed, would you just lift up your hand? I wanna switch, I wanna go through the Jesus door. I wanna switch, I wanna go through the Jesus door. I've been living for myself, and now I wanna live for Jesus. Guys, that's so many of us recognizing that we need to make that decision tonight. And I remember the first time I made that decision changed my whole life, so for the benefit of those raising your hands, you can put your hands down now, but for the benefit of those who've raised their hands, let's pray this prayer together. Dear Jesus, I'm sorry. I've been walking through the door of self. I've been sinning and it's wrong. Please forgive me. Please, what you did on the cross, can it pay the cost of my sin? And I choose to make you the Lord, the leader and the boss of my life from here forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Now guys, if you prayed that prayer, I want you to know I'm so, so proud of you. Every blue team member is so, so proud of you for making that decision to receive Christ. And we want you to know that, that what we do did here tonight and what we do here is every single Wednesday night. It's not just a one-time, one-a-year thing. Like, this is our place for teenagers to come and learn about God. And so if you just made a big decision tonight to, to walk through the door of Jesus, no, come back next week and learn more and learn more. Yes, we don't give away 100 pounds of candy every week, but we do have our spider jump and our foam pit and all the crazy stuff and the cool band, and we learn about Jesus and we grow in our faith. Don't just do, don't just let Jesus knock on the door for one night. Open your whole life to him and begin to connect with him. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening in 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.